Psalm 118 says, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day. I want us to take a moment, whatever you're doing right now, to just stop. Just breathe. And let's take a moment to focus in on this new day that God has gifted to you. And as we go to worship, let's enter into His presence with gratitude. on a new horizon joy before me leave the past behind there's no turning back there's no turning back only i run into your presence faith like a child known and protected here in your arms my shame is unraveling unraveling you make me skies now i'm dancing in the light of heaven grace has found me brought me back to life there's no turning back there's no turning back boldly i run into your presence faith like a child known and protected here in your arms my shame is
let's continue to worship the Lord.
Cathedral of Faith, I hope that is getting down into your spirit. I hope it's not just on your lips as a melody. I hope it's in your heart as a prayer. This is our faith being sung in this moment. And I hope that you get a sense of some of these lyrics that we've been singing, that we are fearless. I was made to love you. I was made to praise you. And that in my Father's house, there's a place for me. And I hope that you sense that in your spirit, even while you may be in your own space right now, there is a place for you in the Father's house. And if you, have a, if you believe that God is who he says he is, then we should not have one problem whatsoever with believing that we are who he says we are. He's not a liar. He's not just puffing up our egos. He means what he says. And if you believe that he is who he says he is, then you should also not have a problem with believing that the steps of the righteous are ordered by God. There is purpose and there is destiny in your life. And there is something that is so much greater than the winds and the tides of seasons that will throw us to and fro. It is the firm foundation upon which we stand. It is the purpose and destiny that God has put in us while we were being knit together in our mother's womb. You are not just random chance. You are not just left to yourselves to figure it out. You are not alone. You are not unseen. You are not unknown. You are not unloved. You are loved with a deep sense of purpose. And I pray that you feel that in your heart. And God, I pray for every individual that's watching. God, I pray, Lord, that you would calm their spirit, that you would speak peace to their storms. Regardless of what the news says, regardless of what their neighbor says, they have a purpose. They are created with destiny in mind. So God, I pray, Lord, that that would get into deeply into our spirits, every single one of us, that we would have this renewed sense of purpose and design in our Father's house. If there's something out of line, what better place to go to than to the Father's house? And who better to speak to than to the Father and Creator Himself? We love you, God. We turn our eyes to you. We don't look on what is seen. We look to what is unseen, to our natural eyes. And we put our faith there. We love you and we shout your praise in the sanctuary and all of God's people said, amen and amen. Well, hello to all of our Cathedral of Faith family and friends who are joining with us today. We're so glad you're here. Hey, please be sure and let us know where you're watching us from or if there's anything we could be praying for you. We'd love to hear from you. Well, I have some great news to share with you about what God is doing over in Italy through our Italian ministry partner. God has opened up an opportunity for us to air our Cathedral Faith TV show over in Italy. So this past week, we just finished uh, sending our first show over to our Italian ministry partner to be translated in Italian, and it will be soon airing throughout Italy, amen? And also, let me just share with you an exciting event that's coming up. It's the first of its kind ever here at Cathedral of Faith. It's going to be a great opportunity for us to build community and for you to invite that friend or family to church where they may never want to come before. But we're calling it Bring Your Best Friend to Church. It's happening Sunday, October 3rd. And when you bring your bestie to church, we have a special gift for you and your bestie and you can enjoy the service out at the amphitheater or out at the drive-in. And then from 10 to 11 a.m., we have special things that will be happening for you to enjoy out at the amphitheater. 
Pastor Ken has an incredible message that day on creation care and will be speaking a special blessing over you and your besties. So don't mark your calendar, mark your calendar, Sunday, October 3rd, bring your best friend to church. After all, Cathedral of Faith is a place where everyone is welcome and anything is possible. <laughs> oh, a little cornball, but that's all right. Anything is possible. Hey, I just want to say thank you to all of our Cathedral Faith family. Thank you so much for giving of your time, of your talents, and your resources to help us share the good news of Jesus Christ, not only in the Bay Area, but around the world. There's lots of easy ways, of course, for you to give. You can give online at our website and give through the Cathedral Faith app. You can text Cathedral Faith to the number on the screen or simply mail your gift to the church office. Thank you for your sacrifice and, and your generosity. We cannot do what God has called us to do without your faithfulness, without you. Well, let's go now to Lauren as we hear the latest and greatest happenings here at Cathedral. What's up, Cathedral? We're so glad that you've made it to be here with us today. We've got some fun things happening. Here's what's going on. First off, if you're new around here, welcome. We would love to learn more about you and we would love to show you what we do here at the church. We invite you to scan the QR code on the screen, text the number, or see one of our team members. Now this weekend, we start a new series called Masterclass. And during the series, we have a couple of opportunities for you to grow. First, we will be posting midweek devotionals for you. You can find those on our website. Also, you can join a small group to connect and talk with others about the message so that you can grow even more. If you would like to join a small group, you can head to our website and click on small groups. Lastly, make sure that you take a look at our Connect, Grow, and Serve brochure. On it, you'll find all of the current ways that you can connect with others, grow in your own faith, and serve the community. You can pick up a brochure on campus or you can check out our website. And as always, to find out what the latest is happening here at the church, we encourage you to follow us on social media, check out the church website, or give us a call at the church office. Have a great weekend. Hello, Cathedral family and friends. Thanks so much for joining me. You know, during the pandemic, one of the things I did was download an app called Masterclass. I downloaded it onto my phone. And on this app, they offer all these classes from different leaders in various fields. I mean, everything from a class on basketball by Steph Curry or a class on percussion by Sheila E. Now, I'm height challenged and I'm rhythm challenged. So I didn't take their classes because as great as Steph and Sheila are, I don't think even they 
could have helped me out. But I did take, take some other classes. I, I took a, a class on how to direct movies by Ron Howard, just in case Hollywood comes calling one day. Hello. And then I took a class on leadership by, well, the former CEO of Disney, Bob Iger, hoping some of that Disney magic would rub off on me. I took a class by the legendary chef Thomas Keller. And if you come over to my house, I can make one mean bowl of cereal after that class. And then I also took a class on communication by uh, the Good Morning America host, Robin Roberts. I think I need to take that class again. Did my brother just say amen? Well, all those classes, I enjoyed them. They were helpful and beneficial. But I invite you to join me on a journey into a class that may be the most important one that we could ever take together. And that is a master class on purpose. What is the purpose of life? And what is my purpose in life? You remember Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown one time was talking to Lucy and he was distressed. He said, Lucy, can you help me? I need to find a purpose in life. And Lucy said, oh, Charlie, life is like being on a big ocean liner that's making its way through the sea. Some people take their deck chairs and they face them toward the front of the ship. Others take, face them toward the side of the ship or the back of the ship. Which way is your chair facing, Charlie Brown? And Charlie says to Lucy, Lucy, I can't even get my chair unfolded. Don't you hate when that happens? Boy, I wonder if you've ever been there trying to find your purpose, but you're having trouble getting that chair unfolded. Well, we're going to look at, with the help of God, how we can get that chair unfolded through this masterclass on purpose. Because purpose is so important. One of the benefits of knowing your purpose is that it brings focus to your life. And a focused life is a powerful life. I have a magnifying glass in my hand. And, you know, some version of this technology has been around for almost 2,000 years. Today, when I have this technology, well, I use it mainly to help me to see because letters have gotten so small nowadays. But when I was a kid, one of my favorite ways to use a magnifying glass is this right here. I would find a leaf and I would set that leaf on the sidewalk and then I would put the magnifying glass between the sun and the leaf. I'd create a circle and then narrow it and narrow it and narrow it until eventually smoke started coming from that leaf and then you started to see fire and then you would see your parents and then you would see that you were in trouble. Don't you hate when that happens? That's why purpose is so important. Purpose takes your activity and turns it into productivity. One of the things I've learned is that, well, Activity is not the same thing as productivity. 
You can be active, very active, active all the time and yet still not be very productive. But when you take purpose and you focus your energy and your creativity and your time, well, this is turning your activity into productivity. When you focus on your purpose and purpose brings focus, this is how you set your world on fire. Rick Warren, author of the best-selling book, The Purpose Driven Life, he writes, the men and women who have made the greatest difference in history were the most focused. The purpose, it brings focus. And when you focus on that purpose, there's power in that too. The Bible says in Philippians chapter three, I am focusing all my energies on this one thing. That's the power of focus. And when you focus on your purpose, there's power in that. I once was having a conversation over dinner with an actor. He's a high profile actor in the entertainment industry. He's uh, on, been in movies, he's been in TV shows and he is one handsome dude. Believe it or not, he's more handsome than I am. And with his good looks and his high profile stature, well, he gets hit on quite a bit. Now he's married and he's got three beautiful children but he still gets hit on quite a bit. And I asked him, man, how does a Hollywood hunk, you know, stay faithful in the midst of all that temptation? And his answer, it surprised me at first, but then it made sense. And he said the way that he was able to resist temptation was he kept focused on his purpose. And he wouldn't let anything destroy that purpose. And there was power in knowing who he was and why he was here. And when he was focused on that, the power of temptation, well, it just fell away. It's the kind of power you see in the life of Jesus. There's a time when Jesus was on the earth that Satan shows up and begins to tempt Jesus. He tempts him with prestige and with power. He tempts him with the world. Satan says, all you have to do is bow down and worship me and I'll give you the world. And yet for Jesus, the world was not enough. He was focused. He said, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. He was so focused on his mission and his assignment. Temptation fell away with the power of that focus. See, when you focus on your purpose, it gives you power to overcome. You can overcome temptation. You can overcome difficulties. You can overcome criticism. You can overcome distraction. When you focus on your purpose, you know why you're here and you know what life is about and nothing can take you away from that. And that's why 
as we're making our way through the pandemic, I feel like this masterclass at this time in history is so very, very important. Because one of the things that has happened during the pandemic is that we've lost our focus. See, the enemy has a strategy in the midst of this pandemic. And my wife says this about that strategy. He's trying to get us chasing rabbits that we're running over here and running over there. And we get distracted. We get distracted from what our life is to really be about. See, the enemy doesn't have to destroy you to defeat you. All he has to do is to distract you to defeat you. But today is the day. We're on our journey. We're taking back the power of purpose because purpose brings focus. And when we focus on our purpose, that's how we set our world on fire in the best kind of way. Well, there's also the benefit of significance. When we find our purpose, we can live a significant life. Our friend Rick Warren he gives this paradigm in thinking about the way you can live your life. He says one level is about survival. And this is when we're just grinding it out day after day. We get up, we go to work, we come home, we go to bed. We get up, we go to work, we come home, we go to bed. We get up, we go to work, we come home, we go to bed. We do the same thing day after day after day. We're just trying to make it through. I saw one cat who's caught up in the daily grind. He's on his way to work and he says, another day, another dollar, the daily grind. I love that cat. You ever felt like that? So there's the survival level and then there's the success level. And this is where we're doing pretty well. When people look at us, they see us as a success. And yet when we're alone at night and we're still in our hearts and we're staring at the ceiling, we wonder, is there more to life? Is there more to life than just making money or corner offices or climbing ladders or better cars, or bigger homes. There's nothing wrong with all this, but is there more to life than this? And then there's another level called significance. And this is when you know why you are here on this planet, and you know what life is all about, and you are using the one life that you've been given to make that life count in the eyes of God and what could matter more than that I was playing golf a while back and the guy I was playing golf with is a teaching professional now unfortunately just playing with him didn't improve my game at all I actually had to apply what I was learning <laughs> and it's the application that's the difficult part but we had a great time. We've known each other for a lot of years. And right in the middle of the round, something completely unexpected by me happened. The talk changed from fairways and woods and putts to purpose. 
He asked me a question that just came out of nowhere. And yet I have learned that wherever you are, there God is. And God is still at work, even when you're on the golf course. And he trusted me enough to ask me this question. Why is Jesus so important? Now, if you looked at him, you would view him as a success. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy with a nice family, lives in a nice home, has a nice career, teaching golf in the Silicon Valley. And yet God has created us for more than niceness. He's created us for greatness. And so I talked to him for a moment about the subject of purpose. That if there is a God, that we've been made by God and for God, and until we're connected with that God who made us through Jesus Christ, we are never really living out our ultimate purpose. And there on that fairway, I'll never forget the middle of the eighth fairway, the light bulb came off that it's when I connect with God through Jesus Christ, that that is when I understand what I was created for and I know what I'm meant to do. And that's how I can make my mark on this world, a mark for God in this world. And what could be more important than that? See, there's a mark that you're meant to make and only you can make that mark. I can't make the same mark that you can. You have a unique mark that God has created you for in order for you to make that mark in this world. And when we tap into the power of purpose, well, that's when we start to live a significant life. Ephesians puts it this way. It says, we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago that God has created you and set you in this time for this hour in that place at this stage in life because he has something he wants to do through you do you believe that that's why this purpose thing is so important and as we live out our purpose in this life it's more than just about this life see what we do in this life has an impact on eternity. As we're making our mark here, we're also making a mark there. And that's why this is such a very big deal. One of my favorite lines from any movie is when Russell Crowe in Gladiator says, what we do in life echoes in eternity. And it does, it does. So as we lock into this masterclass on purpose, we'll find that purpose brings focus. And as we focus our life, we can live a significant life in the eyes of God. What matters most than that, more than that? And that brings us to the, the starting point. How do we get started? I mean, we're gonna look at this in more detail in the days ahead. But how do we get started? Well, I heard about this 
church camp and the leader of the camp was talking to the kids and he said, God made everything and he made everything with a purpose. And one of the little kids turned to his friend and said, I don't know about that. I mean, what's the purpose of poison ivy? And his buddy looked at him and said, well, maybe the purpose of poison ivy is there are some things you should just keep your hands off of. (laughs) Well, the starting point, it seems to me, if you're going to find and fulfill your purpose, the starting point comes, well, it starts with God. Getting connected to the God who made you. The Bible says in Proverbs 16, verse 4, the Lord has made everything for his own purposes. Everything. Everything means you and me. Do you believe that? That the way God has made you, the mind he gave you and the gifts he gave you, you, the personality he gave you, and He wired you the way he wired you with a purpose in mind. How do you know you still have a purpose? Well, check your pulse. If it's still beating, then that means you still have purpose. And when I come before God and I surrender my life to God and say, God, can you help me at this stage of life, in this place of life to lean into the purpose you have for my life? Colossians chapter one, verse 16 says, everything got started in him and finds its purpose in him. This is Jesus Christ. It starts in Jesus Christ. How do I find my purpose? I look to Jesus. I don't just look to myself. I was watching a television show a while back and the show was on the subject of purpose. And I enjoyed the show. They have a lot of helpful hints on the show about how people can find their purpose. But at the end of the show, the host was not a a, a Christian show. It was a secular show. And at the end of the show, the host said this, when it comes to your purpose, you have to find it yourself. You have to find it by yourself. And I thought to myself, well, I'm not sure that's exactly right. Because if I just look to myself, I'm not looking far enough. It would be like this chair trying to figure out its purpose. I mean, the chair was created for you to sit down in it. That is its purpose. But if a chair was trying to figure out by itself what it was made for, well, a chair can do lots of things. I mean, it can serve as a hanger and you can drape your clothes over it. I've done that. Uh, It can serve as a stool to stand on. And my wife has done that. It can serve as a, well, just a step to put your feet on. And my dog's put his paws on it. You know, a chair can be used in all kinds of ways. But if you want to find out what the chair is made for, you've got to look to its creator. You look to the owner's manual. And in the same way, if you want to find out the reason or we were created, if you want to find out our purpose, I can't just look to myself. I have to look beyond myself. I have to look to Jesus Christ. And when I look to him, that's when speculation 
turns to revelation. Now, if there is no such thing as God, then we're just wasting our time. We are. We might as well be real and honest about the fact that if there is no God, then there is no meaning to life. We are all just blobs of matter making our way through a random universe. And yet something deep in our hearts, we know there's a way of knowing in your heart. And deep in our hearts, we know that there's got to be more than that. Even in this chair, as simple as this chair is, if you had material over there and plastic over there and you had hardware over there, you know that, well, that all of that didn't just come together by random chance. There was a creator when it came to that chair. Something had to manufacture it. And when it comes to the universe, which is much more complicated than this chair, and you look at the universe, you know that the universe didn't make itself. There has to be something, there has to be someone. And if we look to God, the maker of everything, that he made everything for a reason. There's a, a leader in the music industry. He does that techno music. His name is, goes by the name of Moby. And he once said this. He said, if God made the universe and if God made us and if God made the world, it just makes sense to invite God into our lives and ask him, you made me, what should I be doing? You made me. What should I be doing? And that's the question I invite you to ask. Whether you are brand new to the faith or whether you've been a follower of Jesus for a very long time, just ask him at this stage of life, at this point of life, in this place in your life, you made me. What should I be doing? The Bible says in Proverbs 9, knowing God results in every kind of understanding, including our purpose. Back in the day, there were two baseball players that were facing each other in the playoffs, the great Hank Aaron and Yogi Berra. And in this one playoff game, Hank Aaron came up to bat and Yogi was catching. And so Yogi was trying to distract Hank Aaron. And he said, Hank, your bat is pointed the wrong way. The trademark, this right here, is supposed to be facing you so that you can read it. Hank said nothing. And a couple pitches later, he hit a home run. Well, he rounded the bases, stepped on home plate, looked at Yogi and said, Yogi, I didn't come up here to read. I came up here to hit. And that is what we're on the journey to do. As we step up to the plate in the one life that we've been blessed with, that we know why we're here, we know where we're going. We didn't come up here to read. We came up here to hit. Are you ready? Are you ready to hit that ball out of the park? Set your world on fire. Live a significant life. 
As I said, the starting point is with God. And if you've never put your faith and trust in Jesus, you can do so right now. Say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I love you. Thank you for loving me like you do. I surrender my life to you. I put my faith and trust in you. I receive you as my savior. And I put you in charge of my life. Thank you. Thank you for having a purpose for my life. You made me. Show me what I should be doing. Amen and amen. Well, here's Pastor Vaughn and the team to sing a chorus about purpose. And as he sings... I'm breathing my last breath Feeling like I'm walking my last steps Look at all of these tears I've wept Look at all the promises that I've kept into your hands Here's my song to keep I'll let you in with all that I can You're not hard to reach And you bless me with the best gifts that I've ever known You give me purpose Oh yes you do Yes, you give me purpose Thinking my journey's come to an end Sending out a farewell to my friends For inner peace Ask you to forgive me for my sins Oh, would you please I'm more than grateful for the times we spent My spirit's at ease Yes, I put my heart into your hands Learn the lessons you teach No matter when, wherever I am You're not hard to reach And you're giving me the best gift that I've ever
Thank you, Pastor Vaughn, for that great song. And I hope that you're encouraged today. Boy, I'm so grateful for our online community. And I want you to know how much you're loved and how we pray for you. And we'd love to hear from you. You can always reach out to us on social media. And I pray that as we go on this journey together, that God is going to open up your heart and to help you laser focus in on how you can best utilize who you are for the glory of God in this season. Don't forget right after the service, there's the wrap and it's a great way to take the message deeper and further. Let me speak God's blessing over you as you go. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine brightly upon you. May the Lord be gracious to you and give you his peace. And this week, every day this week, may God help you to lock a little bit more in to your purpose. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I pray. Amen. Love you, Cathedral. Yo, Cathedral Woo! of Faith, Hi. welcome everybody. Come on yeah. in, it's time for come, the come, wrap. Come. I hope yes. that you're not here by accident. I hope you're here on, on purpose. purpose. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> but we had a great message, uh, as always, Pastor Ken. Great, mm -hmm. really sound, powerful word Absolutely. that really cuts to the core of who we are and what we are to do in the world. Let's get into it. Miss Anquisha, great to have yes, you here. I'd love to be here. Great to be here. I love being here. Thank you for having Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Yeah. So I had a, a lot of pointers <laughs> for sure from Pastor Ken's message on today. Knowing your purpose will bring focus to your life. Mm. Um, and just basically on that on that alone, on that point alone, just mm. knowing where you're going to go, knowing, knowing who to rely on, mm. knowing yeah. who to talk to, knowing who to trust mm. alone um, will bring your focus to your life. You yeah. know, just focusing on God. Even um, a little story about um, on the boat, when they was on the boat walking on water, right? Mm -hmm. Focusing on Jesus. Mm -hmm. yeah. If not, you know, everything will start wobbling. Right. You'll mm -hmm. start falling. you start feeling. So mm -hmm. just knowing your purpose is, is a, is a So strong, thing. right? Mm -hmm. And how, how important focus is to just being effective. Mm -hmm. And I like, too, how Pastor Ken talked about um, it turns your activity into productivity. Mm -hmm. right? exactly. And I think that's... That is the key, right? If you're just wondering, if you're just mm -hmm. being busy about things, they're they're going to just kind of be present and fall away. But like, mm -hmm. if you if you do things on purpose, yeah, right, they they start to have a cumulative effect on you, mm -hmm. yes. right? Like your yesterday means something to today, and today can mean something to tomorrow. Exactly. Otherwise, you're just starting over every day. Exactly. Right? So, mm -hmm. great, great word insight. Yes. Absolutely. I also um, love the part where. It, it says, um, 
only you can make the, a certain mark that you have. And mm -hmm. I feel like in, there's this part where we can compare so much or think of what we need or have these expectations, but then be like, there is no blueprint for me, for you. It's, yep. it's yeah. individual blueprint, and there's a stamp that I'm going to make that isn't made anywhere else. And so yep. it's okay if it doesn't match or add up to anything right. else that anybody else has. Um, and I think also just being focused rids us of all that unnecessary drama that comes into mm -hmm. our life. And I love how when he said, I didn't get up here to read or write. I came up here to bat yeah. that whole thing. And good. like sometimes we just got to get our life, take it by the reins and be like, this is where we're going. Mm. And, and I think when you do that, sometimes that other stuff, it just doesn't have any power over you anymore. Exactly. It just kind of falls off. You don't mm. even have to fight it. It just mm. falls off mm. because you're, you're, you're charging forward. Mm. The wind is blowing and they can't hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I feel by, like by virtue of your decision and your focus, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All these other things already go out of the picture. Absolutely. Right? You don't have to fight them to get out of your picture. Mm. Absolutely. They naturally leave by virtue of your focus. That's the, that's yeah. Those that's are really distractions that Pastor Gann mm. was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The enemy, um, he, he used those distractions to defeat us. Right. He used those distractions to throw in our face to be like, hey, you know, he because he know, okay, she's going to have a purpose. He's yeah. going to have a purpose. Let me distract you with this or your yeah. jobs or, you know, something that's irrelevant right. for you or to you. And you think about it. It's mm -hmm. the only way mm -hmm. the enemy has a shot at, at, at keeping you from your purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Is you is you and you alone because he knows that the word of God does not return void mm. and the purpose of God like if if God be for us who could possibly who so no yes. outside force could mm. possibly keep us mm -hmm. from where yeah. we're going it has to be an inside yeah. right? it, we have to be divided here mm -hmm. and um, that is the the ultimate yeah. weapon and it yeah. still works but not to those who are we're mindful about it. And it's, yeah. I think it's like a great tune-up for us because we can know this and we can yeah. be going in something and then all of a sudden we just find ourselves kind of veering and we just need to get back on sometimes and just yeah. kind of put that mirror in front of us and the word of God in front of us to help us get back on track. Um, I also think the, I love the part where um, the greatest impact are those who are most focused. Mm. Set your world on fire. Yeah. I feel like God has given us the opportunity to live with fire, to set our world on fire. But I am so guilty of sometimes just getting too caught up on the mundane mm. and the everyday and the earthly thing, not realizing mm. that he wants to give us, like Pastor Ken said, revelation. Yeah. He wants yeah. to have that transfer yeah. in our yeah. lives every yeah. single day. But we get, I'm talking about myself, get yep. so caught up in what I see, what I feel, yep. what the everyday, in day, the survival mode that he's talking about that I miss mm. out on being on that significant path that God yeah. has for us every single day. I want to set my world on fire. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's <laughs> yes. right. And I think that I, that I liken that to the uh, the passage of Scripture um, that we use for our son a lot, mm -hmm. the, like a good soldier who's not mm -hmm. caught up, does not get caught up in civilian affairs. Mm -hmm. Like he... He's he's there to please the one who who put him there, mm -hmm. and I think that that's we. There's a mission inside of us, yes. and like, I love too how you said how you alluded to that um, the blueprint. We can't look. You can't look to Anquisha to find the blueprint for mm -hmm. yours because hers is completely different mm -hmm. by design. Yeah, it would be like the chair looking to the microphone mm -hmm. to find purpose. Like, yeah. no, it's a completely different purpose. Mm -hmm. So we need to look to our designer and um, mm -hmm. strong, strong work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to look to our designer to find something. I also think um, in in doing so, there's no way for us to completely um, 
know anything, but the fact that if there is purpose, we find it in community as well. And that God, not only God, God does God speak to us in his word, us personally, but also through other people, through community. And so it's so important to be plugged into a community, to be plugged into your church. How much of the world have I experienced? How much have I grown? Because the local church around me has supported me and jumped in to, to what was going on in my life and to say, Hey, you can do this. Really, I can't. Well, let's just start in this step. Not knowing eternity for my life was being touched by just someone reaching out. Yeah. And I think I also see that for you, Anquisha. Anquisha is now on staff here at Cathedral of Faith. Yay. Yeah, she is uh, in the children's department, the the elementary coordinator working yes. alongside with Pastor uh, Jesslyn. Yes. So if you see her, welcome her. Yeah. But um, Anquisha, you are have a gifting of being able just to see and identify leaders and yes. to lift them up and even in kids to see that. And yeah. I just think sometimes when we're gifted in something, it's mm-hmm. because God has done that in our own life exactly. and he has allowed that to happen. But exactly. tell us a little bit about your journey or what God is in your heart, puts yes. in your heart. Yes. So for just based off that alone, mm-hmm. like having the community of people, mm-hmm. um, because that helped bring me to where I am now, mm-hmm. you know, having strong people, not, and you don't have to, you know, have like a whole army, but it can mm-hmm. be like two or three people that is close mm-hmm. to you that will pray for you, not mm-hmm. talk about the situation or how y'all going to just go and fight, you know, <laughs> fight it yourself, but just pray that the mm-hmm. Lord will take control over that situation. Mm-hmm. So for that to be invested in my life, mm-hmm. I'm able to use that to help seek out leaders and help bring that into the next generation. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy to be in this position where I'm able to help train up the young and the young kiddos mm-hmm. and Mm-hmm. Just, you know, be a light so they can see what God has for them purpose, for mm-hmm. their purpose. Absolutely. And then also in like a domino effect, when they get older, they will be able to train up mm-hmm. the leaders for them as well. So That's powerful. Yeah. That is super yeah. great. Our um, scripture for today is uh, Proverbs 9. Knowing God results in every kind of understanding. Knowing God. I love that God makes the deepest, most profound things sometimes so simple. He doesn't say, you got to get all these things. He just says, come and know me and I will tell you the deep kind of every kind of understanding. So I want to encourage us today um, that whatever it is that we're looking for answers or we're looking for direction or confirmation, hold on to God. Know God. God, how do I know you more? And there's different ways to do that. For me, I... I've got this mantra for life. It's at the very last scripture of Ecclesiastes and it says, fear God and obey. Mm -hmm. Because when you reverent and honor him and give him that rightful place that your purpose comes from him, then he gives you that instruction. And then we ask for the strength to be obedient and everything else falls into place. So we got to get up to bat and hit and set our life on fire. That's it. (laughs) That's it. Let's move Cathedral (laughs) of Faith. You know, I believe too, like uh, what was stirring in me as I was listening to, to Pastor Ken is that, that this purpose thing is not, it's not a destination. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a mode of operation. Absolutely. Right? It's, it's how we live our life. We yeah. live on purpose. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. usually we'll, like we use that phrase casually in speech by, um, it's sorry, it was an accident. I didn't do it on purpose. On purpose mm-hmm. Right. But I, I think God's mandate is that we live on, on purpose. purpose. Yeah. There's, there's meaning into what we do. What we do matters, mm-hmm. you know, and Pastor Ken talked too about, you know, creating the universe. And if all there is, is just matter, mm-hmm. 
then nothing matters because mm-hmm. that, if that's all that there is. But there's so much more. And, and the, the word of God is packed full of that wisdom for us to keep finding and searching mm-hmm. for that purpose and to going forward. So Cathedral of Faith, stay mm-hmm. locked into the word of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and stay locked into Cathedral of Faith, this community, if you call this home. Man, uh, Pastor Ken is, is leading us through this master class series, and mm-hmm. I believe it's going to be a great really important piece yeah. oh, yeah. of us rediscovering our purpose. A lot of us through this year too, like going coming through this COVID season and all this oh, thing, yeah. like everything's kind of out of whack, out of, you know, everyone's searching for that new normal, whatever that mm-hmm. is, if there is even such a thing. Yeah. But it, it's just more reason to lean into God. Yes. In these, in these times, right? Absolutely. Lean into the Lord. So mm-hmm. we love you, Cathedral of Faith. Stay yeah. locked in. And as always, it's, it's a wrap.